0: 8.35 is the time, and uh, well, it's time for a check-in with the Lake Centipede Visiting Nurse Association. And uh, uh, Kathy Raymond brought a new victim uh, to talk to us today.
1: Oh, nice. How are you?
0: (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. So um, Kathy's the development officer at lake seneby vna and the website is lake vna.org so you can check that out so you brought in the coo or what
1: <laughs> someday yes oh someday okay yeah so we as you know we've done a series this is the third in a series of hospice educationals on our home care matters segment so thank you okay, very much
0: hang on a sec Yes. Uh, yeah I, this is the third we've talked about hospice yes is hospice that big an offering? from Lake Sunapee, Vienna. Absolutely. It, it is. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: It's a core it's it's like a core service along with the the medical home care and the non-medical private duty stuff that we do. Oh, hospice is big. Okay. Yeah. I didn't In know percentage-wise yeah. if if
0: hospice accounted for a lot of what you do or is it just another offering?
1: Yeah, it's not we don't have as many hospice patients as home care, like okay. the people going to do PT and OT and nursing. Yep. The volume of patients isn't as high, but the the service itself say the commitment has got to be huge. It's a totally different ball game okay. with hospice in terms of the team and and what it does for people. So yeah, it's a, it's a totally core part of who I mean, our name is Lake Sunny Region v and hospice. So. Mm-hmm. so Elizabeth Gantner is here. She is one of our spiritual care counselors, and um, she's gonna share a little bit about what spiritual care is, what it isn't. There's misconceptions, of course, about several things related to hospice, and the word spiritual is one of them. Um, and so Elizabeth's gonna speak a little bit about that and what she does and a few other things. So thank you, Elizabeth, for joining me appreciate see, it it's not that bad
0: no <laughs> so is it elizabeth not liz not betts i mean it's elizabeth
2: it's just elizabeth let's no, no, yeah. see with yeah. me
0: it's peter pete no it's peter mm-hmm. so okay yeah. good I-, I like that all right yeah. so uh, a spiritual care counselor all right so to her point um spirituality i mean is that a big deal
2: Absolutely. Um, so hospice, the idea of hospice is providing comfort to patients and families, body, mind and spirit. Okay. So it's, um, a holistic view and spiritual care is one component of the care that we provide in hospice and, um, spirituality is what brings meaning to people's lives. And for some, that has to do with religion and faith. Right. And for others, that has to do with family and relationships and um, being outdoors and enjoying nature and their activities that they've enjoyed throughout their lives. So
0: spirituality is not necessarily God, however you perceive him or her to be. It could be, you know, the the wife, the husband, the kids, the grandkids. That's what gave meaning. Absolutely. Okay. okay.
2: Absolutely. We have a very broad um, uh, picture of what spirituality is because we want to care for all of our patients, no matter what their backgrounds, no matter what their beliefs.
0: Do people, yeah. when you find that people know that they're about to exit stage door left? um on this little mortal coil do they get a sense of newfound spirituality in terms of religion or do they say that's nah, a little late for that now and they focus on other aspects
2: i find that people are pretty consistent really? as they approach death to to how they live their lives
0: okay
2: um of course that's just my own my sure. own experience but i i think that people generally if they've if faith and faith and religion have been important to them throughout their Mm life lives it will continue to be so as they approach the end of their life
0: but if it wasn't uh, they're just replacing religion with uh, whatever brings them comfort in terms of familial relationships and things like that
2: yeah generally it's those things that we ultimately find most important which which tends to be relationship, whether that relationship is with God, um, dogs, uh, animals, animals, are, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, animals, love, beloved pets are a big part of people's end of life. Are you experience. kidding? I love dogs absolutely. more than I love most people. I mean, <laughs>
0: so yeah, I get it, you know. Um, and I know a lot of people; their dogs are everything yeah. to them. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. And we, you know, as a spiritual care counselor, um, I definitely work with patients, but we in hospice, the whole team, we work with the entire family. So it's a team approach of of nurses, home health aides, social workers, spiritual care counselors, music therapists. um, And we all work as a team to support the patient and the family as well as one another. We support one another
0: as now, a How did you end up in this particular endeavor? I, I mean, I, nobody wakes up one day, I think I want to deal with people just before they die. Yeah. It's not something you, how did you walk into it?
2: Well, to be quite honest, I felt led. It just, something really? hit me in my heart, in my spirit, and I, I felt absolutely led. I have um, a master's of social work, okay. and I also studied pastoral ministry, At Boston College, while I was doing my master's in social work. And um, when I started my social work career many years ago, (laughs) we won't say how many, I thought, never will I, never will I do hospice. Really? Yes, never will I do hospice. And one day I. There was an
0: epiphany here one day. Absolutely. What happened?
2: Um, I was just looking around. I had stayed home with my children to take care of them for a few years, and uh, was getting back into my career. And I saw hospice, and the heavens opened, and here I am. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It it just it's it's a very very special. Field. And the fact
0: that you can actually think back to that moment and, yeah. and realize yeah it had to be an epiphany yeah
2: it was wow yeah so i have a quick question at what point in the whole process are you working with patients do you come in right in the beginning right in the end are you there throughout and then yeah the the follow-up care maybe to the family after uh, the the client has passed or you know how does yeah. that work yeah thank you for asking that so it is a patient and family's choice um, as to whether they want to work with uh, social workers, spiritual care counselors, music therapists. Um, and we um, we call and offer our services shortly after um, a family has opted for hospice and explain who we are, explain our role on the team and offer to come in for a visit. And some people I visit weekly, um, I listen to their stories, listen about their lives. Um, it's called uh, Life Review, and it is um, actually proven to improve mood, um, improve outlook. Hmm. Um, it it um, gives people a sense of control um, and happiness looking back at their lives and what they've accomplished. Um, so we do that, a lot of listening. Um, With some patients, I'll be praying and reading scriptures. Others patients, I'll be laughing and telling jokes and um, hearing all about their escapades and Mm -hmm. just enjoying them so much. So um, some people wanna cry and I'm there to listen and others wanna laugh and enjoy and talk about what brings meaning. So I can work throughout and be there until the patient Um, dies and um, after that we continue to support the family for at least a year we say 14 months sometimes we do more and depending on the families if they don't want it sometimes less we um, send out bereavement mailings Um, to them and we um, have volunteers who help assemble those. Um, So thank you to our volunteers (laughs) while I'm here. Um, We um, provide bereavement support groups. I'm on the bereavement team as well and I lead a few bereavement support groups with my coworkers and we do that online now and it has been a really great um, way for people to join and get the support they need from the comfort of their homes.
0: You're really quite chatty, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? Just took a little to get you out, but you're you're getting there. That's good. Um, We're going to have to take a break in a minute, but um, do you have to set up a. I mean, because you don't know how long the person in hospice is going to be here. Mm -hmm. It could be a relatively short period of time or long. Mm -hmm. So, do you approach each of these hospice patients by setting up some kind of syllabus um, in terms of you know, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. Uh, I mean, how do, everybody's different. How do you structure something?
2: Yeah, that's an amazing question because the the piece about my job is we look to the patient and the families to be the guide yeah. as to how we're gonna proceed. So um, every, every plan of care, whether it be medical or spiritual or social work is tailored to the patient and the family and their needs. So they are our guides, especially with spiritual care. The patients and families are our guides um, as to how we're going to support them.
0: Hmm. Interesting, all right. Um, I'll tell you what, we're gonna take a quick break. Gonna be back with uh, Elizabeth Gantner and um, whatever her name is, um, the uh, (laughs) development officer. The (laughs) The, the Pay no one. attention to yeah, that one know, the one in the I corner. The, <laughs> wow. the one wearing fuchsia uh, today. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back with more right after this. <laughs>